Hello, this is Walnut Grove Baptist Church's podcast. We are in Carthage, Texas, and that is in Panola County. Our pastor is Reverend David P. Mitchell, and our Sunday school teacher, our Bible study teacher, is Deacon Glenn Wade. But thank you so much for joining us, and you'll be joining this uh, current episode that's in progress. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we come uh, right now thanking you for life, health, and strength. Thank you, Lord, for today's journey. We ask that you would look upon us right now as we get ready to empower your word. Bless the teacher, bless the student, bless all those collective, individually. Bless the sickness and sharing. First of all, Lord, we just want to say thank you for your many blessings that you have restored upon us, realizing you are God all by yourself. Bless this, bless this uh service on tonight. Let it be what you would have it to be. In the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank God. Amen. Mm-hmm. All right, Deacon Wade, we're in your hand. Okay. Overcoming self-interest. Uh, it's amazing what you can remember and from when you were small and, and the things that you forget, but one of the things that I remember is growing up in a big family, we weren't, uh, well, it was a tight ring and we was taught to keep fighting. We were not to be fighting all the time. So uh, my mother had a big rule about uh, who fighting. It don't matter who started it. Because many times it was hard to figure out who started, but you were not to be fighting, period. So we had got in the habit of not uh, getting in many fights. We would do pretty good. But as soon as I was old enough to go to school, one of the first thing you run into was a bully. Uh, and they had people in, in those days, I don't know, I guess maybe they still do that, that mostly all they wanted to do was fight. And there I was caught in a dilemma uh, of being taught at an early age not to fight. But now, you're running the people who fought all the time and had to make a decision. And everybody was saying, even the, even my family, that uh, even my mother had, had changed her view in that if you're going to survive, you're going to have somebody hit you, you're going to have to hit them back. And so that is basically the way of the world. That uh, uh, if somebody attacks you, you got to attack them back. But Jesus is talking to us in this lesson today, and and and, and Jesus' teaching is is not the same as the world. The world is controlled by the devil, but Jesus is is a spiritual, and his teaching is different. This lesson is to the church, to the saints of God, to the believers, to the saved. It is instructing Christians on how to live a Christian life. And when you think about it, as Christians, uh, we ought to be different from the ones who are not Christians. In other words, we're supposed to be different from the world. And so as Christians, we ought to practice uh, 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 the principles on our uh, daily basis as God affords us the opportunity to execute them. See, Jesus is not saying that we're going to run into all these situations that we're going to be talking about tonight uh, daily. But he's saying when we do, uh, there's a proper way for Christians to respond. 
and, and the reason Jesus is instructing the believers in, in, in all the different areas of Christian character and conduct is that we have to be taught these things. In other words, when we become, uh, except Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, and, uh, we we don't automatically come with ways of behavior because uh, we, we have to be taught these things because we don't know the word. We don't know God's will. We don't know the ways of God. We have to be taught. And so um, this lesson this evening is, is a, a lesson on how Jesus expects us to behave. He has a great uh, higher standard than the world does. Uh, and so this lesson is telling us when this happens, this is a situation for you to behave in a different way than the rest of the world does. So he says, but I say unto you, uh, which here, love your enemies, do good to them which hate you. And this is a challenge to everyone uh, because uh, it's hard and difficult to to love somebody that hates you. Uh, it's against our teaching, uh, our flesh teaching, that, that, that we ought to love somebody that's misusing us. When I will, we are taught in many times that we ought to behave like they do and hate them back. But hate can't overcome hate, but love can. And that's what Jesus is teaching us, that love can overcome uh, the hate of this world. Uh, and, and we think about, well, how can I love somebody that, that's mistreating me? Uh, and that's impossible. But we, we must understand that for us to do that, we must have God in us. In other words, is there anything too hard for God? Uh, and we know that there isn't. If we are a true believer, that we can do, uh, do all things through Jesus Christ who strengthens us. So it's Jesus who is, is uh, the one that able to give us the strength to overcome that. So Jesus is appealing to those that are willing to heal to his teaching. In other words, he said, you which hear. In other words, there are going to be some people that's not going to hear. Uh, they're going to continue to want to do their their own thing. In other words, uh, uh, you're not going to tell me uh, how to behave. So not everyone's going to be there. But for the one that submits uh, uh, to what Jesus is teaching, he, he's telling them that, yes, you can. Uh, love your your uh, your enemy. In other words, you don't have to give an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth, but that 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 you are called to be a higher order, and and for to, to do that, you have to do what's right all the time, and produce a change in the human heart. And so, how do we love uh, someone that that hates us, our enemy? And he says that in, in uh, it's, it's through doing good deeds, uh, do good to them. And Mark 9, 41 says, For whosoever shall give you a cup of water or a drink in my name, because you belong to Christ, verily I say unto you, you shall not lose your reward. In other words, the, the good deeds that, that you do to someone uh, uh uh, is it, building up reward in heaven. In other words, God says, 
Um, these such as feeding our enemies when he's hungry, clothing him when he's naked, praying for him when he's in trouble, are kinds of good deeds uh, that we are to do for our enemies. I know it seems hard for us to do, but we ought to do that for our enemies just like we would for our friends. And the next thing we can do to to uh, uh, love our enemies is to refrain from resorting to the same kind of motives that our enemies use for doing what they do. In other words, don't don't say tit for tat. Uh, uh, love is a, it's expression that, that is higher than our enemies can understand. Don't be out for revenge and do the wrong thing and do the wrong thing because our enemies did the wrong thing. Uh, because for one thing, uh, seeking revenge uh, is not going to profit you. Uh, God will will uh, uh, give them the uh, give the reward, and He's not going to reward you for behaving like they they. Uh, and, and the next thing that that we can do to uh, love our enemies is to. By regarding against the things that can enter our hearts and fill us with the same kind of poison that our enemies have. In other words, don't don't get caught up in because they are bitter and hateful and malicious to you. Don't you get caught up in being hateful and bitter just like they are because in the end, you're turning to them. You become a person just like them, and they'll be controlling you. Uh, so don't get caught up in that. And another thing we can do... Uh, to love our enemy is follow up the godly principles of conduct of interaction with, with our enemies. In other words, still do good. Uh, we might ask ourselves the question, what would Jesus do in this particular case? Uh, and, and Jesus would always be loving his enemy uh, uh, because that's who Jesus is. And then the next thing we could do uh, loving our enemies is, is uh, Align the love of God to rule our hearts. In other words, uh, we are to yield to God's ways and conduct and, and let him be in our hearts. Uh, without the empowerment of the Holy Spirit, uh, we cannot do uh, the things we're trying to do. We cannot love our enemy without the Holy Spirit entering us and, and conducting our, in our hearts. And then one of the other things we can do is love by loving our enemies by reaching out to them with godly acts that are intended to put them on the path of transformation. In other words, Paul says in his writing in Romans, be not ye uh, conformed to the world, but be you transformed by the renewing of, of, of strength through Jesus Christ. And so we are to not conform the way they be acting, but we are to be transformed in other words, we hope that we can make them like Jesus Christ um, and ourselves too. So don't be conformed to the world, but be transformed by the renewing of strength in Jesus Christ. So verse 28 says, bless them that curse you and pray for them that despitefully use you. Uh, to understand this uh, verse, we, we need to understand uh, what it means to be blessed. And it means to speak well of, to ask God's blessing upon one, to cause one to prosper, to make one happy. Uh, in other words, you're wishing the best for, uh, for your your enemies. And, and we say, well, it's hard for me to do that. Well, Jesus said when he hung on the cross, um, Father, forgive them, for they not do not what they do. In other words, in all that they have done to him, 
he could still uh, ask forgiveness for them. Uh, and, and and when you ask about blessing someone, you, you got to see beyond that moment. In other words, we, we won't want to focus on, on, on the time that we're in, but, but look past that. Otherwise, we'll get caught up in a, in a, a vicious cycle of hate ourselves, just like the person that, that's uh, inflicting hate on us. Uh, we see that when we talk about racism. If, if uh, we become so bitter, just like the person that, that's hating us, pretty soon we're hating him just like he hate us. And in that particular case, we're not getting anywhere. Uh, we must believe that acting different will have uh, not only a present day, but a future day reward. In other words, well, when we uh, when we act differently, and when we behave in a godly uh, present, hopefully it'll bring a reward that we'll see in the heart of the one that curses us now. And 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 also in the future, and it'll bring us rewards in the future. Then, and that God will say the judgment, "Well done, my good and faithful servant. You you did what I asked you to do." And then verse twenty nine says, uh, "And unto him that smit thee on thy one sheep, offer also the other. And him that take away thy coat, forbid not to take thy coat also." And Jesus is teaching to us to be patient and in, in, in bearing injuries and not to seek private revenge. In other words, uh, the coat was our upper garment and our coat was our undergarment. In other words, he's saying if they take one, just go ahead and give them the other. In other words, don't don't worry about it. Don't don't get caught up in in, in clothing and, and those kind of things. But to uh, be patient with them and 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 don't get caught up in all that kind of stuff that you. You're fighting over the, the garments and stuff. But to treat them with so much kindness, Jesus is saying treat them with so much kindness that uh, they can't help but uh, change their way of behavior. And the Christian behavior and conduct is required at a higher level than the rest of the world. We talked about that earlier. That the Christian is to be better than those of the world in our conduct, lifestyle, and relationship. And with our fellow man, so we're we're setting a higher standard than the rest of the world. Uh, verse thirty says, "Give every man that acts of thee, and him that taketh away thy good, act them again." In other words, Jesus said, "The things and stuff are not these things and stuff are not uh, what makes it in value or determine their true character. These things are replaceable." And every time we do what is right, good, and pleasing to God, uh, a record is kept of these deeds, and God will reward us accordingly. This means that good deeds are the things that we cannot afford to lose. In other words, we want uh, uh, those kind of rewards on our record. Uh, and then 31, the golden rule of Christian, as ye would that man should do to you, be you also to them. And this is a Christian motto or the law in treating others. Uh, we all can identify with this. And, and the question might be, what would we have others do uh, unto us? And one thing might be to, to deal with us honestly. Uh, uh, 
to treat us generously, uh, that we would deal with us faithfully and 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 and, and uh, warn us of danger, those kind of things. Uh, uh, be patient with us, and it's up to us to initiate and do the things that or what we believe that others ought to do to us. Uh, we ought to set up uh, for others that uh, that we'll measure up to the same conduct that we expect others to do for us. And what should we do? I mean, we should do it in our home, in our relationship in society, in our business affairs, and definitely in the church. So we are to behave as we would have others behave unto us. In other words, these are standards that that, that goes you know, beyond the church, beyond the church. everything we do. We ought to be able to say that I didn't act in a way that, that I wouldn't have uh, the other person act to me. I treated them the way I would want to be acting. And then you know, uh, he throws in some uh, ways of not acting. In other words, he says, uh, for if you love them which love you, what thanks have you? For sinners also love those that love them. And what thanks? Uh, when he's talking about that, that means uh, what grace or gratitude or any uh, grace conferred upon someone or critic. That's what he's talking about when he thinks. In other words, it ain't no nothing to gain if you just love the one that loves you. That ain't hard to do. Anybody can do that, but Again, we're Christian is set at a high standard. And so we are to love the ones that that don't love us. So he's asking us to, again, rise above what uh, uh, the the world is doing. You ought to be better than that. And then he says again in verse 33, he says, If you do good to them that do good to you, what things have ye? The sinners also do even the same. In other words, if we only gonna do good for somebody that's gonna uh, do good for us, uh, we ain't risen above. Sinners also do that. So uh, we're driven by the, uh, the wrong motives if we just do good uh, out of that. But we ought to be do good out of love, without expecting mm-hmm. anything in return uh, from these factors. As uh, our good deeds really become heavenly deeds, when we can do it and not expect something in return. So he says to us, do it without expecting something back. In verse uh, uh, 34 is an appeal for a better reason for lending. In other words, if you lend to them who you hope to receive, what they sell ye? Or shall us do that? Uh, lend to sinners to receive it as much again. In other words, if you just you just doing these things because they'll do for you, you you're doing them for the wrong reason. And but verse thirty five raises above all that and says, But love your enemies and do good and lend hoping for nothing again. And your reward shall be great, and you shall be the children of the highest, for he is can unto the thankful and and, and to the evil. And there is no greater command given to man than this, for a man to love his enemies. And then the word said, and you shall be shearing of the highs. And speaking that conduct in which makes us act like God. In other words, if you can can do the things that 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 uh, 
he's asking you to do in, in this, to love your enemies and do good to them and lend to them and, and hope for nothing. Uh, if you can do those things, uh, you're putting yourself at a, at a higher level. In other words, you're reaching, always reaching to get higher. Uh, Michelle Obama said, when they go low, we go high. And she's reaching for, for this uh, high standards in life. And that you can keep getting higher and higher. We'll never get high as God, no matter how, what we do. But we can always be striving to do things better. Uh, so how do we do uh, exemplify our love for our enemies? Uh, again, we are to feed him when he's hungry. Visit him when he's sick. Help him when he's in trouble. And pray for him uh, that his life will change, that God will enter into his life. And then verse 36 says, I'll model for God, and, and this is a model for God and, and not man. That Be you therefore merciful, as your father is also merciful. And what is merciful? Mercy is, is, is God rewarding his people with un, unserved, undeserved kindness, patience, and compassion, forgiveness. And, and 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 not a penalty that is less than what we deserve. In other words, it's giving us something that we don't even deserve. It's it's demonstrating that even though you treated me this way, I'm gonna have mercy on you, and I'm gonna treat you better. And we do demonstrate that we are that way, and that we uh, we practice it by works and not just by mere words. Because we can all say how we doing this, but we'll put it in action. Uh, and we demonstrate it through forgiveness. When, uh, even when we are injured by others, we can forgive them. Uh, we, we recognize that every act of love, kind, and we uh, come back to us with abundance of interest. And, and so all these things, we, when we put our selfness aside and our worldly motives, when we endeavor to do good to all people around us, and awareness of perseverance by exercise long-suffering, Always being ready to to forgive. All these things we're demonstrating our our our, our mercy toward others. Uh, and so we 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 as Christians have a higher standard of behavior than than, than the rest of the world, and that's what uh, Jesus is trying to get us to see. That that when we become a child of God, one one and it doesn't just mean that. Uh, or that song said, well, anybody ask you who I am, tell them I'm a child of God. When you can do these things, you can actually tell the world that, yes, I am a child of God. And and, and they are, not only will you tell them that, but they'll be able to see that you are a child of God because you you your ways of action exemplify uh, Christ in you. And believe it or not, people will be able to see and that you have changed, that you are uh, seeking for a higher level in life. Comments from anybody? That's true, Brother Teacher. We got to, it's a living process. It's not just a, you know, I am a child of God. You, If you truly are a child of God, you don't have to say a word. God will show up in you, and people will see God in you. It's a living process, you know. And going back to um, 
looking at the scriptures about, you know, helping somebody, it's easy to love somebody that's being nice. It's easy to love somebody that's, you know, in your corner. But to love somebody that you know don't like you, to love somebody that you know that's against you, now that's a job, but you got to do it anyway. To love somebody that you know that's, that's, that's wishing harm against you, that's a job, but you got to do it anyway. And that's what God, that's what Christ wants us to do. We have to love in spite of. And that's what we have to do as Christians. And that's what God, and that's what God wants us to do. So for us to stand and say that we are a true believer in Christ, we have to stand and we have to show that we truly do love Christ. And the only way we can do that, we have to love and support one another. I can't support you and not support your wife. I can't support your wife and not support you. I have to support both of you because you're a team. So in order for for me to do that, I have to love. I have to have the love of God in me. So if I don't have to have, if I don't have the love of God in me, I can't love neither one of y'all. So I have to have the love of God in me. So I have to be a true follower of Christ. So you know, in order for me to be a true follower of Christ, I have to support. I have to support what I what I, I say I support. I have to be a true supporter of Christ. So if I'm a true supporter of Christ, I have to do what I know is right, and that's to follow Christ. And that's what we have to do. We have to follow Christ, and that's to love like God wants us to love, because that's that is the golden rule. That's to love. And if we don't have the love of Christ in us, we is we just Living in vain. We are living in vain. We have to have the love of Christ in us. Uh, this is Anthony. Uh, I just wanted to say, you know, just related to this, uh, you know, I think loving people as a Christian takes effort. Uh, it's not always easy. It's not always convenient. And so, I, and related to that, I just wanted to thank everybody that participated in the food pickup and distribution today. We had a lot of church members get involved in some way or another. And I uh, just want to thank all of you all for whatever you did uh, to uh, support the community. And uh, I know people picked up food. I know people delivered food, dropped it off people's doors, uh, picked up boxes, uh, did all kinds of things. And so um, I think that's another way of showing the love of Christ. And I just want to thank everybody for being involved. Yes. Amen. Thank you, thank you all. Amen. Well, uh, the teacher, Mrs. Zena, I was going to say also, you know, just like the scriptures, the 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 Sunday school lesson, the the word is, is a good reminder to, to let Christians know it's going to always be a continuous transformation. And so these scriptures say things like be of good cheer, you know, uh, be merciful. I mean, each of these things, the word is teaching us. And that's why it's so good when you read the Bible, that is our guide to help us through our life challenges. So all these things, you know, and you think about like um, the, the different disciples, 
and prophets, they had to live by certain things. And and mm-hmm. the word is what helped them get through. And I guarantee you, they faced some challenges too, but they had to be reminded through the word or what they had been taught, you know, these are the ways how you're supposed to be. And it's not all, like everyone has said, it's not always easy. Because I'm going to tell you, I can say I'm good today, but tomorrow, if I'm faced with something, I can't say I'm going to always be uh, cheerful and turn the cheek, you know? But it's that continuous transformation. So it's it's something we have to work on every day. That's right. That's right. That's right. When you look at... And I and I what brought come to my mind more than anything is when you look at the uh, protests, and I remember Martin Luther King doing his protests, and he his protest was I believe based on these scriptures, mm-hmm. and, and when you think about in his protesting, even though uh, he was confronted with the same kind of uh, hatred and bigotry that 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 these protesters nowadays are confronted with. He was able to rise above that, and and he instructed his the people that were going to be walking and protesting with him. Do not uh, fight back. Do not get in a confrontation with them. You are you are a peaceful organization, and mm-hmm. and you can't do that if it's not in you already. And so right. when you see the when you see the protests going on today, you see what well, <laughs> police get get beat up too, just like uh, the people do. So because they not they not conforming to what Martin Luther was conforming to, he was saying, "I'm gonna be a we're gonna have a peaceful protest, and and we're not gonna rise up and behave like they do." Uh, and 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 we and not everybody can do that. And you can see now that not everybody can do it. But uh, we can tip our heads to Martin that he he was able to to carry on the way they, um, uh, the way and amplify the way Jesus was. Uh, all the things they did to Jesus, they beat him, they they drug him from court to court. They 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 did all kind of malicious thing to him, and he he did nothing back to them. Uh, so he did not only walk the walk, uh, talk the talk, but he walked the walk. And Martin Luther uh, was the same kind of person. Any other comments? Okay, best. Hold on, here you come. Here you come. Oh, y'all waiting on me? Unless you want to get something to eat. Huh? I'm waiting on you. Get something to eat. No, sir. uh, Someone came to the door. Uh... Thank God for all of you this, this afternoon. Uh, I just want to just uh, briefly kind of over oversight this and overview this, uh, overcoming self-interest. And uh, when you look at uh, 
overcoming that you have been you defeat something. Uh, I think all of us have been uh, overcoming, overcame something in our life, and uh, being says self interest. Uh, the Bible tells us that if any man come after him, I mean, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. And when I was looking at this uh, this lesson today, and uh, it was sharing with us that uh, Jesus was laying out his uh, house rules, in other words, the kingdom uh, requirements. And uh, and first of all, he was talking about love and all those things. And uh, and I kept listening to the teacher kept saying higher standards, higher standards. Yes, uh, we ask. Christians and we as church boys or we as believers of Christ, we ought to let our light shine. But uh, I believe without a shadow of a doubt, all of us are children of God. And all of us can have, uh, be able to uh, show our little light. But as you say, uh, as Christian, that's what he's talking about on this occasion, that we ought to uh, get self out the way and realize that there are some loss souls out there. And it was talking about the enemies. And I, I'm glad, and I look at enemies a different way than a lot of people do. Uh, I thank God for my enemies because uh, enemies keep me praying. Enemies keep me on my toes and keep me before the Lord because uh, he said he'll make your enemies your footstool. And, and when I looked at that scripture, I looked at it different the other night because simple reason, when we look at it, say footstool, we're thinking about it to walk over, but it's not meaning to walk over, folks. It means that you're going to uh, elevate you if you keep on doing what's right. Uh, and that's how David said, he'll bless you. He'll put a table before, uh, in the presence of your enemies. He'll feed you in the presence of your enemies. And one thing about it, he'll even make your enemies feed you. So uh, I just thank God uh, he let us know on today, tonight, that we have some kingdom. Uh, responsibility and requirements as children of God, we need to have our kingdom uh, priorities together. And then if you get it together and get self out the way, you he will, he will reward you uh, for your effort. And yes, it's going to be hard. And I need to agree uh, with Sister Ina. Thank you for that, Sister Ina. Uh, I need to tell you all, Peter, John, uh, Matthew, all of them ain't dead. We, we just done changed names. Amen. Them disciples, amen. All of them wouldn't say, come on, somebody. They all had some problems. They all had some issues. But we thank God that uh, he can use all of us. And I thank God for all this uh, great lesson on tonight. Uh, as I close here, we just want to say to uh, you all, thank you, Brother Anthony. You took the words out of my mouth. But uh, I thank God for all of you that uh, took a part in today. Y'all did a great job. Amen. Um, I just left Carthage not too long ago and picked up hours, so I it's a blessing that someone thought of you and someone was able to give. So we amen. Thank Walnut Grove for what you have done in this uh effort. Uh also uh remind you that uh Sunday you can if you desire to come Sunday morning. I will be at the church on Sunday morning at the ten o'clock hour if you desire to come. You can. Uh, we will have faith uh, 
your your mask on and we will be there for one hour. We will still be on uh the conference call. The conference call will still take place. Uh I just be in a different area and we could be at the church. You could desire to come, you can. All right. Uh that's about all I have uh for tonight and thank God for all of you. Uh I know you probably like me, you're probably tired tonight, but Thank God for your effort. Thank God for you pushing uh, the extra mile today. Thank you again, the whole entire body, for what you've done today. Uh, it was small, great, or whatever. We thank you from the bottom of our hearts. Amen. 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 That was some good stuff, too. Yes, yeah. I, I, I bought the sausage when I got in. Yes, ma'am. Amen. Oh, <laughs> Amen. So... But uh, nevertheless, we we thank God for, Amen, for uh, uh, everything. And I am gonna call Pastor Ingram and share with him again later on tonight. But thank God for all of you. Uh, I have always said, and I will say it again: when time comes, Walnut Grove always know how to pull together. Amen. 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 Thank you again. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Amen. Uh, anyone else have any any other? Uh, this is Anthony. I just want to give a, a, a thank you to the church. Uh, we were able to get the uh, giving uh, through PayPal up this week. So uh, thank you all for bearing with me. I know I'm a person that likes to use technology, and I appreciate you all working with me. Uh, I'm pleased to report we've already had people give through that link. Um, so I'm very thankful uh, that we're able to kind of help the church in that way. So I uh, just wanted to report some good news, but it's uh, bit.ly slash Walnut Grove Giving and Walnut Grove and Giving are, are capitalized. Uh, but I think I texted everybody that the link to the site. If anybody wants to use it or knows somebody who would give, they can send it to them. Amen. 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 And I, I I put him to the I test. Put him, put him to the test last night. I I put it on my phone, and I and me and Sister Mitchell, uh, we tried it out. It, it does work. <laughs> amen. amen. Yeah. Amen. Amen. God um, bless. Uh, <clears throat> Brother Pastor uh, Reverend Ingram informed us also there will be another produce drop again at the end of this month. So, okay. uh, he said Amen. just to let you mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. All right. God bless you. Uh, Deacon Wade, do you have anything else? Uh, no, sir. All right. Uh, uh, Deacon King, oh, do he have anything to say? Amen. Is he? Oh, just a great message. Amen. 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 Thank you. Thank you, Deacon King. Amen. Thank you. Amen. Uncle Ray and all of it. Just thank everybody for what you have done. Amen. Amen. Just keep on praying for each and every one of us. All of us uh, need prayer. Amen. All of us need prayer. You're just so happy to 
hear Sister Louise's voice. Amen. Tonight. Amen. 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 I'm gonna leave. I'm gonna leave y'all alone tonight. But just a little humor, a little uh, something make you laugh. And just go home and go ahead and eat. I went to the eye doctor on last yesterday, and the doctor told me he said, "Well, Reverend, I believe you're getting a little old." I said, "Well, all of us getting old." He said, "Well." You got to have two cataracts removed. And I said to myself, I told him, I said, I thought that was for old folks, but it's not for old folks. <laughs> amen. So sometime, at the end of, amen. So sometime at the end of this month, I will be having both of them removed, well, one removed, so then the other later on. But amen. But amen. So y'all just pray for us and pray for one another. Amen. 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 God bless you. Amen. Amen. And God bless you. God keep you with our prayer. Deacon Wade, will you close us out with prayer, please, sir? Heavenly Father, we're so thankful for you allowing us to get together tonight, oh Lord. We hope that something was said that helps somebody, oh Lord. Ask the Lord that you continue to bless us in all that we do. Bless us as we go through our daily activities, oh Lord. Strengthen us. In this world that got so much going on, oh Lord, we need you in all that we do. We ask these and so many blessings in your name. Amen. 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 Good night. Good night. Love all of you. Good night. Love you. All right. All right, everybody. Good night. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Walnut Grove Baptist Church Podcast. If you feel led to do so, you can leave a gift at bit.ly slash walnutgrovegiving. Thank you so much, and we'll see you in the next episode.